Welcome, cadets and captains, to a brand new, amazing, and perfect episode of M Class Podcast. Welcome, cadets and cats pawpins. <laughs> you you want to pretend like you just made that up, but you didn't. Did you? I You've did. been waiting on that one. <laughs> there was a joke I thought of last night when I was watching it, but I forgot what it is, and I'm really well, it upset was bad. Because it. Um, <laughs> it was bad. This time on M Class Podcast, which is a program where we sit down with a piece of Star Trek media and we tear that bad boy apart to let you know from its pieces whether it's uh, Cochrane or Catfish. And I'm not even going to explain it this time. I'll let you figure that one out. <laughs> Man, people are like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> if this is their first time, they're like, what are you talking about? You'll figure it out. Or you'll turn it off. One or the other. Yeah, you're not going to, though, because we're charming. We're too charming and sensual. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We uh, do collections of episodes that have a unifying theme on this show, and uh, we are on the second episode of Other Jeff's Spooky Season Monster of the Week collection. I just remembered that. I didn't even look it up. Did you? Oh, Other Jeff. I was going to say, you yeah, did this? It's Other G-Off as well. G-Off, right, right. So apparently there's a there's a regular G-Off that we don't know about. <laughs> uh, this time around we're doing another original series episode, because of course we are with this collection, right? You could do a whole collection that's just these episodes. Yeah, that's half the show is this crap. Uh, we're doing... TOS Season 2, Episode 1, according to Memory Alpha. I'm sure it's it's like Episode fucking 15 or something. It's 7. Hulu. It's, it's 7 on Hulu. Okay, fuck you. Also, fuck you Netflix for taking off TOS. I yeah, had to watch we, commercials? Can we talk about watching this show with commercials? Like... And it's like a full commercial break, like two minutes every time. It's one. It's one thirty for me, and it's it's the same three commercials every, every break, every fucking time. And it's like, yeah, the, oh, we're still doing the Geico Gecko. That's still a thing. Cool, He's still here. Great, awesome. Do you remember when the Geico Gecko existed, so that people would stop calling Geico Gecko? Yeah, they had to say like. It's not Gecko. And he was like, I'm the Gecko. Commercials were simpler back then. <laughs> I don't know how anyone sits through them. I, I literally can't do it. it I can't felt, do it. I made a tweet about it on the M-Class thing. It felt like first world problems to the max, but like my weak heart couldn't take those fucking commercials. I was just like, oh, hurry. It's, it's such a waste of time and energy. I like, need my Star Trek. <laughs> I think on Hulu though, is it is it upscaled? It looks like it's 4K on Hulu. It looks really good. I, I'm not sure. Um, I think they upscaled it. There are several shots in this episode that are very uh, obviously replaced with like really crappy CG. Yeah, like they don't show the matte painting of the castle. They show like a CG castle from like a spooky Halloween CD set that AOL sent out for people. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween assets for your clip art. Pretty much, it was like clip art pack seven Halloween, <laughs> spooky set seven. But yeah, we're talking about Cat's Paw, which is the Halloween episode of Star Trek: The Original Series. Literally, nothing happens in this episode except Halloween shit. It's full on trick or treat. They say trick or treat a hundred times. It's amazing. They, yep, they say trick or treat. They say Halloween. 
Spock gets called a vampire. <laughs> Indir- indirectly. It took me a little they bit. I was do like, the monster he- mash. <laughs> it was a graveyard smash. It was. Um, this episode was directed by Joseph Pevney, who is tied with uh, Mark Daniels for the most episodes of TOS directed. At 69 apiece. 69. Hee <laughs> hee. That's not right. Uh, one of the executive producers of TOS said about Pivney, some former actors become good directors, some become hack directors. Pivney was the former, but more than just good. Which I guess is a compliment back then. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, there's, there's parts in this where I'm like, oh, this is shot like a movie. Like, oh yeah, there are parts like that. When, what's his name, Carl? <laughs> I was calling him Carl because I don't remember. Yeah, Col- sure. Col- I don't remember his name. Colob or something? I don't fucking know. Like, he's talking to the cat lady, and uh, it's just like he's really close up and she's really far away. And it's just, it was oh, very yeah. cinematic. It, it's, it like creates a sort of sense of unease that he's like, yeah. so, and like, we start to identify with him in a way we haven't for the rest of the episode because the camera's close to him right. and far away from her. Yeah, she's a like above him, right? Like yeah. it's very um, And the lighting is amazing in this episode. Oh, it's like, full on spook house. So spooky. Yeah. <laughs> but um Joseph Pevney is probably most well known for recommending Walter Koenig for the role of Chekhov. Did he recommend the wig that he had to wear uh, too? I was gonna say that this is the most TOS episode of TOS. It has everything that TOS is known for in it, including Chekhov's horrible, horrible wig. Yo, it looks like Chekhov like rolled out of bed and just like went to his station. <laughs> it looks like Chekhov is wearing a beanie underneath a wig. Is what it looks like. <laughs> it's probably what the wig was. He's probably hot as. Fuck with that thing he on, He looks dude. sweaty, but everyone does, so it's hard yeah. to tell. The only I mean, person back... who doesn't sweat on Star Trek is Uhura. Yeah, well, she's perfect. She glows. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, has, it has everything, and I'll talk about this more throughout the episode, but it has everything from TOS that, that society remembers from this show. Giant Ew. cat walking down hallway. <laughs> I've got uh, a couple a couple fun facts here about the uh, writer Robert Bloch. It's me, Robert Bloch. It might be Robert Block. It's B L O C H. So I would say Block. I would hope Block. Bloch is a disgusting last name. <laughs> if it's That's your last like a... name, fuck you. We have a lot of the Connecticut bloaches listen to us, Jeff. Uh, but Robert Block wrote the novel Psycho that w- Hitchcock based the movie on. No, he didn't. He sure did. Is the novel as good as the movie? I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> he, he um, was also... There's a, a line in this episode that um, we must uh, report back to the old ones. Yeah. Uh, did that seem out of place to you in in any way in this episode I, of Star Trek about Halloween? I thought it was like an old gods reference, like a, a what do you, what, what, like Lovecraft, right? Like it was, the, because yeah. Robert Block uh, penned a bunch of stories set in the Cthulhu mythos of H.P. Yeah. Lovecraft. 
I figured that's what it was. Because anytime anyone. So ever technically, says that. this episode of Star Trek TOS is in the HP Lovecraft Cthulhu universe. I I kind of wish there was a giant green Cthulhu hand in it. <laughs> uh, it just Does turned out mean? to be fucking Apollo again. It's just <laughs> Apollo. He's back. It's just a Satan. But apparently all three of the episodes he wrote in TOS have some sort of loose, weird connection to the Cthulhu mythos in them. I like that. I think that's cool. Uh, What are little girls made of? Cat's paw and wolf in the fold. What are little girls made of? That's a disturbing title. It is. I don't like that at all. Probably made out of blood and stuff. (laughs) I don't know. What is anyone made out of? Guts? Gross, Josh. Like this is a family pee. show. Like pee and guts. <laughs> you know what I learned about pee recently? Oh, here me, we go. Yeah, what's that up? That made me question why I never realized this before. Uh huh. Is that you know when you when you eat stuff, it goes through your digestive system and then you do do it out, right? Sure. Yeah. When you drink stuff, that's not how it works. Like, yeah. No. You, you're body filters it through your digestive system. No, it, it filters through, it, like, everything you drink goes through your blood system and gets filtered through your kidneys. And Yeah. Uh, the, that's why you pee from your kidneys. Yeah, well, that's why your pee also smells like coffee and shit. Uh, <laughs> so it, like, goes through your, bl- your fucking bl- uh, circulatory system before it comes out your pee hole. That's cool. I didn't, I didn't, and like thinking back, why didn't I realize that? Like, why am I so dumb? So you got piss blood is what you're saying. Yeah, everyone has piss blood. That's, that's the real spooky lesson here today. (laughs) Happy Halloween! Stay safe out there, piss blood! What's up, piss blood? It's my new greeting that I say to people. I watched Trick or Treat. Such a good movie. God, that movie is the perfect Halloween movie since it came out. So it's. I realized I had to look this up. I realized I like it because it's very campy, like kind of like Sabrina is campy, right? Oh yeah. You're just you're just like, what is happening right now? (laughs) (laughs) If you want to watch another movie like that, watch the movie Bones with Snoop Dogg. Bones? Not the show Bones. No, there's a movie called Bones with Snoop Dogg where this, like, uh, this, like, confidence man, this, like, numbers runner type gangster, Mm -hmm. uh, is played by Snoop Dogg, and his best friend betrays him to the cops, and, like, the cops kill him, and his best friends help. And then he comes back as, like, a horror monster, and he kills everybody related to the people who killed him, one by one. And this is Snoop Dogg. This is Snoop Dogg. This. this is like his autobiography. <laughs> this is what really happened to him. Yeah, murder was the case that they gave him, man. <laughs> but he was an undead ghoul, so they couldn't <laughs> charge him. That's the song, right? Yeah, that's some of the lyrics. Sipping yeah. on gin and juice. Laid back in my grave. With my mind on my bones and my bones on my mind. <laughs> so this is a Star Trek podcast. Yeah. Believe sure. it or not. I guess. <laughs> and uh, we're talking about Cat's Paul, so let's just hop right on in. Uh, if you haven't listened to this show before, uh, pay attention. There's going to be a test later. We do a test at the end, and a little a little pop-up appears on your computer screen or phone, and you have to answer the questions. And it is timed, so 
Check Star Trek 69 to M Class. <laughs> God damn. Talk about a blast from the past. I hadn't thought about that type of thing in a long time. There's like five people who know what I'm talking about. Because <laughs> they're old like I am. I'm trying to I'm remember one of the actual ones. There was definitely oh. one that was 69-69, and it was like a sex thing. It was like a, a late night sex like one. Yeah, well, there's Crazy Frog. Text to 6969. <laughs> it's just fucking horny as fuck at night, just texting <laughs> lust. Just like, what the fuck is that all about? Uh, go on LimeWire, dog. Yeah, you get all types of weird-ass shit on there you're not trying to search for. Download your, your fucking two-minute clip of some porn that takes 40 minutes. You go in there and you, ty- you typed in as many words as you possibly could to be as specific as humanly possible. <laughs> like, and you would just be trying to find normal shit and you'd be like, straight sex missionary. <laughs> And that shit would be like, did you mean Grandma Tub Girl? <laughs> Except it's titled Straight Sex Missionary. <laughs> God. Man, what a what a Wild West-ass time. You'd be like, boy, time to have some fun by myself. And you'd hit play and you'd be scarred for life a little bit. And you'd be like, well, bit. fuck. Gotta re-download something else. <laughs> it was edging. You were just edging. Jesus. Edging to with madness, maybe. <laughs> anyway, uh, the the story starts with uh, the Enterprise Uhura is trying to hail down to a planet, which apparently is called Purus Seven. Nobody knows Haunted House Seven. Haunted Haunted Planet. And, Ghost uh, Planet. Kirk and Spock are like standing over her shoulder, going, "No, press this button!" Like just fucking yeah. being backseat drivers. Now you're doing it wrong. Leave it open. <laughs> but uh, they they're trying to find Scotty, Sulu, and uh, some fucker. Jansen, ja- Jasper. I think it's Jackson. Jesse? Jackson. That's uh, right, Jackson. <laughs> eagle eye, eagle eared listeners will know that I've mentioned a million times that I have memory alpha open, so I don't think it's Jackson. I know it's Jackson. I have no idea why I said I think. <laughs> Because you're being polite to me. I have all the answers directly in front of me. Full on cheat sheet. Being nice to me is a complete waste of time. Don't do it. Okay. (laughs) Okay, fuck face. Um, Yeah, that's better. Oh, give me that good stuff. (laughs) Uh, Jackson calls in and he's like, I'm ready to beam up. And they're like, where's where's Sulu and Scotty? And he's like, I'm ready to beam up. (laughs) He's like, mom... (laughs) He dials 1-800-C-O-L-L-E-C-T. <laughs> and he says, Mom, I'm ready to come home. And then he hangs up so he doesn't pay for it. That's pretty much exactly what happens. <laughs> Carrot Top's there. What? That's another joke no one's gonna fucking get. <laughs> what the fuck? He he was the guy who was like, call C-O-L-L-E-C-T. Was he? Yeah. Oh, he got a brand deal. That's, I don't remember that. Maybe he was one of the 1010 people. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, Jackson gets beamed back on board, and he just fucking he he does like the most convincing falling stunt I've ever seen on yeah, TOS. Yeah, he's, he's great. He literally falls on his side. You know how hard that is to yeah, do. Yeah, he's like blam and hits the ground and rolls down the steps. And they like grab him and pick him up. He does a John really Larry good Cat. being dead 
impression. John Larrick had fun fact of the day. He actually died doing that stuff. That makes perfect sense. He was dead. That's why he looked... <laughs> and they were like, just open his mouth and we'll have the thing talk through. <laughs> Bones is like holding his neck in such a way that makes it look like he has a giant goiter sticking out of the side of his fucking neck. Bones is a terrible doctor because yes. uh, when you fall over, you don't hold somebody's neck. Like he grabs his neck and it's like... <laughs> He's got a goiter. <laughs> He's like, uh, his mouth is like hanging open, but then a voice comes out and it's like, Captain Kirk! <laughs> I love the contrivance needed to get them to go down there. Like, this all is taking place in like 10 minutes of the episode. Oh, yeah. Like, nothing else has happened. This is the first yeah. thing that happens. A guy literally falls, not a stunt, and dies, and then a voice comes out of his dead mouth. They couldn't have just been like, we don't know where they are. We have to go get them. Like, that's all you needed to do. Kirk, Why do you need to... your ship is cursed. Fucking haunted voicemail through Jackson's dead body. <laughs> Leave now or everyone will die. Insert ten cents to continue call. <laughs> Kirk's like, a bones, you gotta... He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Puts ten cents in the guy's mouth. Ten credits. And the voice is like, oh, I didn't expect... Uh, how are you doing? How do you how do you feel tonight? <laughs> Would you like me to take off my socks? Oh no! Insert ten more credits or text six nine six nine. Text F O O T to six nine six nine if you're a freak. <laughs> Trying to get freaky. Uh, so Crewman Jackson, he's dead. Rip. He's dead. And they can't find any physical causes whatsoever. Not even that he fell and broke his neck right in front of them. Yeah, he just died. And they explain it away just as cool later. And uh, they're like, all right, we need to go down to the planet and find Scotty and Sulu. And because it's TOS, there's no such thing as an away team. They send down all of the senior officers of the ship. And they put Joey Jojo in yeah, charge. They put Chief Engineer DeSalle, everyone's favorite character, in charge. Assistant Chief Engineer. Assistant Chief Engineer DeSalle. Uh, they don't. <laughs> they don't leave Uhura in charge. Uh, actual fucking bridge crewman. They leave yeah. Chief uh, Assistant Chief Engineer DeSalle in charge. He's pretty good though. I, this actor is pretty good. He's all right. He's kind of an asshole, but he he kind of comes off as like an asshole at first. But then you're like, oh no, I can see this guy being like a Starfleet captain. Like he he's all right. He's playing Kirk pretty much. <laughs> he's just, yeah, he's he's being Kirk. But that's the only person they really had to base a captain on at that point. So I really would have liked to have seen Ahura though. Like be yeah. Like, do this, do that, do this, you know? They don't leave Uhura in charge. They gotta leave a man in charge. Yeah, it's, you know, because, yeah, you know. You know. You know. Women driving? <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, Kirk land, <laughs> lands party. He land parties with Spock and McCoy down to the planet. That, that's cool. They play CSGO. Damn. Uh, they beam down to where Jackson was in... Um, when he uh, when he asked to be beamed up and there's like smog everywhere there's like fog rolling across the ground like as there's if like there are fog machines going there's like seven fog machines on. <laughs> and they're like well there shouldn't be any fog because there's no bodies of water on this planet so yeah there's no atmosphere oh there's no like clouds and shit right but they're like well yeah. here they are and 
there was a moment here that I thought was actually really ingenious, and I imagine it had to have been in the script. They wouldn't have just done it. Where Kirk goes to the edge of the rock that they're on, and he, like, slowly puts his foot down underneath the fog. Yeah, because he can't see it, right? Like, and I didn't really expect that. That's not something that, like, TV shows would really give much... Like, in a movie, that could be, like, a whole part, scene, right? Where they're like, we don't know yeah. what's under this fog. We need to yeah, proceed carefully. Yeah, how do we carefully. know? Yeah, we can't see, yeah. But the fact that they even acknowledge that in this episode seems so Star Trek to me. In this episode about a haunted house planet. There's a lot of cool stuff like that. I like I like how they don't freak out. Like, they're not like, ooh! You oh, know, they're no, just sort of like... Can't. They're just like... What? <laughs> yeah, like, what is this shit? Yeah, like, what the fuck? They, uh, I like that. They head towards life signs that uh, Spock is reading in the distance. And uh, the what three witches from Macbeth are there. The Grey Sisters, right? That's yeah. their name. And they're, like, uh, cackling at Kirk, being like, You're gonna die! Yo, Welcome to the I, jungle! I had to put closed captioning on because I was like yeah, what I don't are know they what the fuck they're saying fucking saying I didn't have CC on so I have no clue what did they, they say were like, would you like to come to the castle and then come over to have some do we have a magic wand that may- <laughs> I was like what the well, fuck they are do you the saying? whole story they do the whole story of this episode <laughs> yeah I was like shit Um, they try and call up to the Enterprise at this point, and, uh, we learn that the Enterprise is getting a whole different set of readings where the only life forms on the planet are the landing party. And they can't see um, the ghost house because it's a ghost house, guys. It's the ghost house of Super Mario World. Yeah. If you turn your back on Naboo, he'll fucking come at you. So you got (laughs) to look at him. That's a Star Trek tip of the day for you. If you're ever on Ghost Planet 7, don't turn your back on the boo. <laughs> Especially the big boo. That dude will fuck you up. Yeah, big boo's fuck. Suck. Dude, big boo, where am I supposed to go? You're taking up the whole fucking screen, buddy. <laughs> rude. <laughs> so rude. But um, they, they get cut off. They can't communicate with the ship anymore, which is a contrivance that you may recognize from almost every other episode of TOS. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they they do this great stunt question mark where they there's a they fake a a much stronger wind machine than they have. There's a wind machine on and it almost rips Kirk's toupee off. Almost, almost. But it's stapled on. I think. I think they just put staples in it. <laughs> <laughs> We're allowed to make those jokes. He looks like fucking Chekhov. His uh, <laughs> I think. There's there's all this talk about Kirk's toupee in TOS, and I don't think Kirk had a toupee in TOS. No, he doesn't have a toupee. No. I do think he has a toupee in the movies. You think so? I think he probably still does. He probably... No, he most definitely got hair plugs at some point, Probably, right? yeah. Uh, you can definitely tell his hair... As someone whose hair is also thinning, I can definitely tell his hair is thinning in this episode. I don't want to, like, shame anybody, because, like, I totally would do that if it didn't... I know it like fucks you up though, right? Like, so, like Joe Buck had it, the announcer, and it like he couldn't talk, like it ruined his voice. Really? It like has weird side effects. It's I knew that up. it like swells your face up for a while. Does it? Yeah. I don't. I don't like that. Um, 
if if I was rich, I would do what uh, what the fuck ever to get yeah. my hair back to the way it was. That's That'd a, be great. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I I don't. Yeah, fuck it. Anyway. Nobody tells you you're gonna lose your hair. I hate it. Yeah. We should start telling children they're gonna lose their hair. That's a good way to ruin some lives. <laughs> I think I would this... rather have the blissful existence of thinking I was never gonna lose my hair for at least a that's, while. That's better. Yeah. Uh, there was just an extremely loud thud in my house. Hopefully, that's not a burglar. That's a ghost. It's we're talking about spooky well, ghosts. That's fine. You gotta go. You gotta boo in your house. Well, shit! I'm facing the computer. Oh no! You better start looking around like all paranoid, dude. Anyway, uh, there's there's a lot of wind. There's some more fog, and then they find uh, a giant clip art castle <laughs> it's wild that there aren't like actual clip art ghosts flying around it i don't know how i feel about this with like I, i'm pretty like okay with them changing all the old ship stuff right because like yeah it's it's whatever right like i do kind of wish there was a an option to play the old version Oh yeah, uh, like, I think because I don't I think the problem does it is look like, like you were talking about how this looks so like upscaled. Yeah, there's probably not an upscaled version that has uh, the original the effects. One. Yeah, they definitely upscaled this because it it looks really good. It does. Like I was like, this didn't look like this on Hulu. I mean, on Netflix, but that's what commercials get us. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if that's worth it. I don't know if yeah, anything man. is worth commercials, to be no. honest. Agreed. Um, but the castle is the source of the life form readings. Yeah, it's a haunted fucking mansion from Disney World. Pretty much. And it's like, don't come in here. The ghost told us 75 times not to come in here, but I guess <laughs> here it I is. I tickets to this shit. <laughs> I'm trying to do fucking... Houses of the Haunted Terror, or whatever the fuck it's called. Just it, look, ghosts. If you don't want me to go in there, give me my fucking money back and give me a way to get out of line. I found the thirteenth floor. Let me in. It's free. That's the thing about Disney that they don't tell you is that once you get in a line, you're not getting out of that shit. Like there's no there's no way in the line to go back to the beginning of it to leave. You're just in it. That's what <laughs> you're locked in. You are like. If, if you gotta use the bathroom, you're just gonna have to wait. Like, I took a shit in Morocco uh, in Epcot, and it was the most beautiful bathroom I've ever shit in. Damn. I don't know if I've ever shit in a beautiful bathroom. It was gold. Why? Real I'm gold. pretty sure Morocco doesn't have golden bathrooms. No, but in Epcot they do. <laughs> in Epcot I had a bowl of um, soba. Uh-huh. It was yeah. really fucking good. Yeah, I remember going to Japan and eating sushi there and going to the Japanese, like, store and looking at all the Hello Kitty stuff. Dude, I was so shocked when I went to the Japanese store and they had Common Rider stuff. Yeah. And this was before there was any Common Rider anything in America. Yeah, this was like 2001. So I was like, oh, wow, look at all this stuff. And cool. like they had the stuff that you kind of expect, like they had Gundam shit everywhere. What's uh, what's that? You don't know Gundam? What's a what's a Gundam? What's that? It's a uh, mostly a love story usually, but there's some robots <laughs> in it. 
It's not. There, there's hardly ever a love story in most Gundams. Love for robots? Uh, they're war stories, technically. Are, isn't there a Gundam where he's like a Gundam jet? Like a ship? He's not like a robot. He's kind of like a just a like a like a fighter, right? Is that right? What do you mean? Like instead of a robot, he kind of just flies around like a cool looking Gundam, sh- like a like a jet. Oh, I don't know. Maybe there's like eight hundred series in the Gundam yeah. series. I just remember it from Toonami. Like there was a Toonami, there was one on Toonami called O Eighth MS Team that was wasn't about a Gundam. It was about like a team of grunts during the war. Sounds like a chemistry problem. Sounds like you just said a chemical compound. So on Star Trek, <laughs> they uh, they they walk into the castle and a black cat runs past them and they're all like, ugh, "What the fuck?" It like it it's just a cat and it's just shots of the cat being pissed off and all I could think about was like they pissed off this cat for no reason. Oh yeah, they made the cat mad for sure. It was like. Rrr! And it's like really shitty, over, like ADR over the cat. <laughs> like, it's, uh, the worst part about it is like the whole episode is fairly upscaled, except the close-up shots of the cat. So yeah. it, it like jarringly changes quality when it shows there's the cat. A sh- there's a shot of the lady when she's sitting on the throne. It's out of focus. It drove me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's good directing. I was like, oh my god, focus the fucking camera. <laughs> Where's the focus puller? <laughs> um, back on the Enterprise, we meet Ensign Chekhov. I think for the first time, this might be his first Ever? episode. He looks dog shit awful. Uh, I think I've talked about this before. Like it was probably one of the John Larroquette fun facts that I yeah. had before. Is that um, Walter Koenig was hired because he had uh, a haircut and a look that was very similar. To the Beatles and like Davy Jones and shit, mm-hmm. and and then uh, he did that neo-Nazi movie and shaved his head. <laughs> oh, I don't remember that. <laughs> so they had the Walter Koenig. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he he had gotten a haircut by the time they called him back, and they were like, "Well, fuck, just put a wig on him until his hair what? grows back out like- again." That has got to be, like, the shittiest feeling ever, right? Like, well, we hired you, kid, so you look like fucking Davy Jones. You show up looking like goddamn apt pupil over here. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, dude. It's got to be a really bad feeling. You're like, oh, I got this great job on this new show, and they hired me specifically. And you show up, and they're like, where's your haircut? We hired your haircut. Where's Chekhov? He's, like, standing right next to the director. Where's the kid who plays Chekhov? He sighs uh, and puts his wig right on. Here, sir. And he's yeah. like, oh, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down, Walter. Uh... I'm looking at the photo of him on this episode for Memory Alpha, and boy, does he look like Davy Jones. Like, no yeah, he wonder does. he got hired for that. That's a big, it's big, man. People wanted to look like a raging idiot back then. They wanted know. to have a big, fluffy bowl cut. Mop top. But Chekhov is like, uh, the we, uh, we lost their life form readings. Because as soon as they go in the castle, they're gone. And uh, Assistant Chief Engineer DeSalle is like, You fuck up! You dumb bitch! Find him! <laughs> He's like, You stupid Russian Ruski fuck! 
Well, she, I bet she'd find the vodka if I put it down on that planet, huh? <laughs> I bet you fucking could find it if I gave you an Adidas tracksuit. <laughs> DeSalle's like, check your scanning equipment for malfunctions. And DeSalle's yeah. like, I already did. The equipment's functioning perfectly. And DeSalle's like, well, you need to recalibrate your scanners. Do you need me to help you, you big fucking baby man? Yeah, and he's like, I know how to do it. <laughs> I'm not that green, sir. I'm not that green yet. Interestingly enough, the direct, the writer or the director who like uh, put forth Walter Koenig for this role said that he had the worst Russian accent he'd ever heard. It's not great. <laughs> it's not Russian. What is he trying to sound like? Maybe he grew up like uh, in a Russian family in like I don't know, like. Boston or something. You know what I mean? Like maybe he's Russian but not like really Russian. Like know. you know, not from there. Uh back on the <laughs> back on the planet surface, Kirk, Spock, and Bones uh fall through the floor and there's like a oh perfect bones, Spock and Kirk shaped hole in the floor in the middle of the tile. <laughs> and it knocks them out. Apparently falling like nine feet down makes <laughs> you unconscious. They hit the ground like a fucking uh, video game character and their knees explode and their health bar just goes to zero. Yeah. Um, I was going to say like a Dark Souls character, but I wanted to include everybody. <laughs> I didn't want to leave anybody out with my elite gamer status. Just don't talk about how many swords they have. Uh, a lot. They got a lot of them. Great. Now I don't fucking don't need to play that game. Four now. stars. <laughs> we're, we're not petty. We're that not bitter and so petty. That so bad that we keep making yeah. jokes about this. Yeah. Sorry. We're, we just, we're sorry. We're really Maybe you should go back and give us five stars then. <laughs> he did. He did. He did. Did he? Yeah, I think Last so. Last time I checked, it was still four stars. Oh, what? Well, then fuck that. Let's look it up right now because we're not petty. <laughs> I'm over it. I'm over it. Uh, anyway, they wake up in a dungeon. Like a real-ass high school production dungeon. Yeah, and somebody went to the Halloween store and bought a fake skeleton. And it's, it has the big fake skeleton plastic seam down the middle. Yeah, I don't even think it's like the right scale. I don't think it's human size. No. I think that's why it's so close to the camera to force perspective it, right? Because they were talking about trick or treat before, and Spock was like, I don't know the reference, and Kirk is a racist, so he says, you'd be perfect for it. Yeah, because he looks like a Dracula. He looks like a, a Satan, a sexy Satan. Yeah, and Spock's like, well, whatever. Spock's like, this conversation has no meaning to it. Let's move on. I, I like how Spock knows how to fucking, like, rip space-time in half and go back in time to 1984, but he doesn't know what fucking Halloween is. <laughs> it wasn't on his quiz at the end of Star Trek Three. No. <laughs> what is Halloween? I do how do you feel? I do love that... Uh, I, like, Spock is literally just, like, he stops the conversation. He just stops talking and walks away. <laughs> I, I just, I wish Vulcans did that more often on this show. Yeah. Just in the middle of a stupid-ass conversation, they were just like, this conversation has no merit. I'm leaving I'm it. Done. Just, I'm <laughs> done. <laughs> I wish I could do that real They life, literally Jesus. just went, done, and walked away. <laughs> nope. Like, slowly walk away. 
Or they literally just walked away in the middle of a conversation, didn't say anything, and the other people were like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, that conversation was stupid. <laughs> Illogical conversation. I noped out. But uh, Bones wakes up, and he sees the skeleton, and he goes, oh, Skeleton! Yeah, you can, uh, in the DVD version, you can see him piss pants. <laughs> That's some method acting. DeForest yeah. Kelly really piss pants. He was like, he's like, check this out, uh, William, because he called William Shatner. Bill, check this out, Bill. Uh, gonna piss my pants. <laughs> I'm gonna fully piss pants. I I'm gonna find on Quora after this episode goes up. Did DeForest Kelly really piss pants? <laughs> Five question marks. My, check Yahoo questions or whatever. Uh, Yahoo answers. Yahoo answers doesn't exist anymore, dog. I know. I know. How are we going to find the dumbest shit on the internet now? How am I going to find my answers? Did DeForest Kelly really piss pants? Contrary to popular belief, DeForest Kelly did not piss pants. First comment. Fuck you, man. DeForest Kelly really put his heart and his pee in this role. (laughs) Did you know that your pee gets filtered through your blood? And it's just me. I'm the first (laughs) answer. This Pennington six nine six nine. Send Pennington to six nine six nine to see butt. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, Scotty and Sulu walk in, and there's this really great moment where like uh, they all start like mugging at each other, like happily, like ah, oh, we we saved our best friends are here. Yeah, because they come in with their phasers, right? So they're like, oh, sweet, cool. And I really love, like, how genuinely relieved and happy to see Sulu and Scotty they are. Mm -hmm. But then they, like, slowly start to realize that they're, like, weirdly unresponsive. Yeah, Bones is like, wait a minute. And then Kirk, Kirk, he does a good job in this. And he's like, he's like, Scotty. Like, Scotty, what's up? Put the phaser down. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, Sulu, don't you recognize me? And Sulu's like, I do not. I'm mentally (laughs) ill. I'm mentally ill. In this episode, I'm mentally ill. (laughs) (laughs) I thought Kabuki, I didn't think Kabuki theaters had snack bars. Some do. So good. But uh, they take Kirk, uh, Spock, and Bones, and they're trying to walk them through a door at phaser point. But uh, the thing that happens every time someone's held at phaser point happens, where they just jump at them and start karate chopping them. (laughs) Yeah, they karate chop that fucking phaser arm. But then everything blinks, and they're suddenly in the middle of a bunch of uh, Halloween props in a different room. Yeah, they're at a ballroom or fucking something. There's a wizard there. Carl. (laughs) Korob. Carl the wizard. (laughs) And he's got the cat, right? Yeah, and there's a black cat. This cat thing, man, I don't... I don't... Because this is a spooky black cat. Black cats are not spooky, they're cats. Spooky? Yeah, there really is a whole lot of, like, you're supposed to be afraid of the cat, but, like, it is just a cat. I don't understand this black cat fear. What are we, like, fucking, like, pilgrims from 1640s? Yeah, it's, it's, the, like, <laughs> Spock does mention that it's t- it's tainted by the devil. Possessed <laughs> by the devil. Oh, my God. Um, 
but they uh, they mention. I, I just want to point out that I was thinking through this episode something that I kind of always end up thinking when I watch TOS that this would make a great D and D game. Yeah, this would be a good D and D game, especially this episode because there's traps and tricks and like uh, yeah. allegiances turn. But like, I always end up thinking about like you know what classes certain characters would be and everything. Yes, yeah, Scotty's a dwarf. <laughs> Well, I was more like thinking that Bones was like a cleric, right? Yeah, because he's a healer, Cause he's right? he's a healer. And then I realized that like halfway through the episode, the party loses the cleric. He gets mind-controlled, but they gain a wizard when yeah. Korob joins their side. And then like yeah, every holy wizard shit. in D&D, he dies in one hit, and they have to replace him. <laughs> and you get his, his wizard wand slash uh, Bob Barker microphone. Yeah, his, his skinny-ass Bob Barker microphone. <laughs> With a disco ball at the end of it. With a fucking styrofoam. <laughs> is it styrofoam or is it like clear? It looks like a fucking uh, Christmas ornament or yeah, something. Yeah, it is a Christmas ornament on a stick. <laughs> Magic. But there's a wizard there. And he's got he's even got like a big eye of Agamotto on his chest. Yeah, you can tell he's a wizard. And uh, he's like, you came to our planet and uh, I want you to leave. And Spock's like, this planet doesn't have any life forms on it. We Starfleet's come through a bunch of times and have never found any life forms. Yeah, what the hell are you doing here? And Korob's like, well, we may not be uh, native to this planet, but that's unnecessary. Yeah, did you hear about how the planet's cursed? He kept saying that. It's pretty cursed. You might want to. You might want to go, but he's like, actually, you can't leave. You're, he's you're like, stuck here well, now. you're stuck here for now. How about some din din? <laughs> and they're like, oh, we're not hungry. I don't want to eat your fucking magic turkey. I know what happens when you eat magic food. You get magic sleepy. And then you have to live forever in the fucking fey realm. No thanks. Oh, man. Not again. Humans just don't got get done. good lives in the fey realm. I'm sure there were a lot of people listening to this who heard me say that and they were like, but I want to live in the fey realm and be a fairy person. Mm, but you don't get to be the, a fairy person, motherfucker. Those are the perverts who want to look at fairy boobs. Uh, <laughs> definitely not me. I mean, not me. Either. I'm a normal never, person with yeah. normal values. <laughs> yeah, I totally don't want to fuck a hot, sexy deer lady. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, humans are like food in the Fey realm, so they're kind of like food here too, in a way. Hmm. You want to expand on that, Josh? <laughs> <laughs> well, they like. If, if, any, their... if any detectives are listening to this with any open murder cases, maybe you want to listen. <laughs> <laughs> I meant in the show, in the episode. I saved it, I saved it. No one will ever know. Mm. <laughs> Serial killer Josh lives to fight another No day. one will ever know about my addiction to hum- yummy, yummy humans. Did you ever notice how human meat tastes exactly like every kind of meat you ever wanted? Hmm... <laughs> Something off about you, Josh, and I'll figure it out one day on M Class Podcast. <laughs> but um, nobody wants to eat a stank ass food, and no. um, they start doing rappers' delight about it, just fucking making fun of his food. And he's like, "Oh, it's hurting my feelings." <laughs> These are the breaks. <laughs> But uh, he's like, how about gemstones? Ooh, a fortune of them to get the I fuck off this. my planet. I love this, dude. He's like, everything you've ever wanted, rubies, sapphires, diamonds. And Kirk's like, 
Yeah, I can, like, make a ton of this shit upstairs up on the ship. Yeah, like, they're, like, absolutely valueless to us. Like, yeah. we it's live in a post-scarcity society, so. <laughs> <laughs> Except we have credits, apparently. Korob is like, oh, that's not what my reading taught me. And they're like, what reading? He's like, uh, anyway. Never uh, mind. I know everything about you. I'm super smart. And but he's, he's like, that was a test. Cat. I put you through this test because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a higher being that you like you've met before, and I'm. Bleh, bleh. And anyway, uh, yes, go kitty cat. He's talking to the cat, and the cat runs away, and you're like, what the fuck? And they all watch the cat leave, like it's a person. They're like, uh, all right. And what happens next? Well, I guess you'll have to find out after these messages. But first, I'd like to talk to you about our sponsor this month. That's <sighs> right. We're sponsored again, baby. Yes, yes, yes. And joining us for another month of sponsorship, it's a band that you love and I love and that love <gasps> to make some heavy metal chip tune tunes. It's Balefire. Balefire. That's right, baby. Balefire's back. And they're here to Fuck tell yes. you every album needs a money making, booty bouncing, milf pleasing hook. And this one fucking kills you. Quest or Die will be out this Halloween by Balefire. Oh my god, what a fucking perfect Halloween ad. This one fucking kills you. <laughs> this one kills you. That's awesome. Uh, so we'll be back right after these messages from this month's sponsor, Balefire. Balefire! After these messages... We'll be right back. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to your favorite game show, Quest to Die! The game show where you have to answer a question about a quest, and if you get the answer wrong, well, you die! Now, we don't have to introduce our contestants, and why is that, audience? Just me! <laughs> that they are! So, without further ado, let's go to our first contestant. Contestant number one. What Star Trek captain was responsible for the 2000 hit single, The Thong Song? Disco? Oh, well, the name is correct. I can hear the misspelling in your voice. Wrong, you die. Contestant 2. What was the name of the ball rock that completely bodied Gandalf in the Mines of Moria? Durin's Excuse me, sorry. What is Durin's Bay? Well, excuse me, sir. I'm the one asking the questions here. You die. What? No. See, look. <laughs> Oh, boo-hoo, so sad. It would appear that none of these contestants have what it takes to win our grand prize, the new hit single, Quest or Die, by the band Bellfire. I guess we'll have to try again after this break. And we're back. Hopefully everybody picks up that new album, Quest or Die, from Bellfire. Quest or die, this one kills you. This one fucking kills you, dog. Man, Halloween is gonna fucking rule if you put that on. It's true. You get to meet Satan himself. I've he heard. shows up, yeah. I've heard if you the... play it backwards, Satan shows up and rips a fucking killer bong rip with you. He rips a bong rip and then he rips a fart that like gets everybody high somehow. He's got high farts. It's pretty dope. That's why that's why they don't want you worshiping that guy. Because he gets you fucked up. He gets you twisted with his farts? <laughs> twisted with a, with a Z. Oh, God. It's a level Twi of twisted I've yet to hit. I gotta do yeah. this. Yeah, we gotta do it. We gotta huff those farts. We gotta huff farts. That's like a 90s thing for sure. Go huff <laughs> farts. 
<laughs> I miss the 90s. But the the cat runs out, and they all watch, and then a lady enters. Uh, the cat was a lady, get pre- it? Presumably, like, a sexy lady? They all act like it, but... Um, <laughs> yeah, a sexy lady wearing, like, someone's grandma's fucking, like, daytime muumuu. Yeah, and also her wig. Yeah, Your the grandma's wig is... big fake wig. Yeah. I think they just, like, glued a couple of uh, Chekhov's wigs together. (laughs) Her hair makes her taller than Kirk. It's wild. The beehive. Uh, But she's, like, uh, she walks in the room and Kirk immediately stands to attention, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, he's like... And uh, the other guys also stand up eventually, because it's like a 60s thing that if a woman enters a room, you stand up. Yeah, well, Sure. And I guess. she's like, I have the power to control the minds of men through mystical means. And then Kirk looks over at Spock and he goes, telepathy. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, uh, my powers of persuasion are far beyond all magical means, for I control the mind entirely. And Kirk looks mm-hmm. at Spock and he goes, mind control. It reminds me of the uh, Venture Brothers episode where, uh, I think there's like, oh, the wizard, yeah, fucking, uh, what's his name, Dr. O- Oculus or something, I forget, but like, uh, Dr. Venture is like, yeah, yeah, all this stuff is science, and he's like, he goes through like a list of things, he's like, mind control, telepathy, whatever, it's, that's what, that, that was my yeah, story. Yeah, pretty much, <laughs> like, Spock is straight up just shooting her down every time, yeah, yeah telepathy. Yeah. And she's like, that t- telepathy is not entirely what I do. And, like, Kirk is like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Hi-ya! It fucking yeah. karate chops Scott. <laughs> yeah, we're back to the karate chop. And- take- I just love that he's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah! And, yeah. <laughs> and he takes the phaser and he's like, everybody up against the wall. I'm gonna shoot ya. <laughs> Keep him at- Every one of you motherfuckers! <laughs> Keep him at gunpoint, Spocky. Hands in the <laughs> phaser. But uh, the lady's name is Sylvia, which makes no sense because the dude's name is Korob, but whatever. She liked Sylvia. Yeah, Sylvia's like, I have the power of sympathetic magic. That's how I yeah. killed Jackson. And Kirk's like, who? Oh, Jackson. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I love that guy. Kirk's like, you killed Michael Jackson? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? She's like, I saw an image of Jackson in my mind, and when I killed the image, I knew the real Jackson was dead. That's their, like, cornball fucking explanation for how he died. Like, okay. I love that there's, like, a a shot on Kirk where he's, like, silent, but he's, like, looking kind of coy, and he goes, you can't think a man to death. (laughs) You can't think a man to death. Yeah, he's... He's like, you you can't do that. (laughs) He's like, if you can think a man to death, can you think a man to number three himself <laughs> let's test test it out right now and then he actually comes his pants just because he has to one-up mccoy from pissing his it's pants true. you know he he threes all over his pants he threes he threes himself uh, <laughs> uh sorry i threed so there's a a tiny little model of the enterprise which i guess you could probably pick up in the gift shop at, uh, I was just thinking, like, I was like, who made this? Like, what? It's cute. It's, I would love it, actually. It is a cool. Chain. Is this another Christmas ornament that they sold? Maybe. But um, she holds it up to a candle, 
And she's like, call your ship. And he's like, all right. I like how she has a voodoo ship. Yeah, she calls up there and Chekhov's like, uh, the ship has jumped 60 degrees in 30 seconds. 60 degrees? Jesus. How this, hot is that? The sounds like, we're burning up, sir. It's like 130 degrees Fahrenheit on that ship. Kirk does the standard 1960s move of grabbing a lady's arm when she's doing something you don't like. <laughs> wow. And uh, <laughs> fucking tell me I'm wrong, listeners. <laughs> That's true and dark. But he pulls the model out of the fire, and he's like, you seem to do it all with your mind, what we do with tools. Right, we're hitting that fact home again. You alter matter and move it about by telekinesis. There's something about, like, writing of this period where you can't just have inborn powers of any kind. It has to come from some sort of a device. Yeah. I I, I feel like it's Star Trek because they wanted it to be science-y, right? It's true, but, but you're on a Halloween planet, so... <laughs> you're, on a, you're on a damn spooky planet. Now, yeah. is this in canon? Does this happen before the, the Satan's planet or after? Because um, if it happens after, they should be used to this shit. I think this happens before. Because t- okay. the animated series is like the last, is like the fourth year of the five-year oh, mission. Yeah. All right. So by the time they get to Satan's Planet, they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've, yeah, we've man. It's fucking sympathetic magic. Whatever. Yeah. We get yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A house wizard, a Satan wizard. We got it. <laughs> it's like a wizard planet. There's only one <laughs> Satan on it. <laughs> but really, he was the coolest guy on the planet. Yeah, his fucking farts get you high, dude. Uh, really, he was the coolest guy. Like, he becomes friends with the crew, and they all drink together and have a great time. He was the yeah. dopest dude on the planet. Yeah, he's like, ah, you're my best friends. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I love that Kirk is like, yeah, you move it by telekinesis, right? And Korob's like, yes, we can change. And Sylvia's like, shut up, you old fool. Yeah, you can, they're, they're like, you kind of think they're like an old married couple at this point, yeah. but they're it's like weirder than that. Do you think they're an old married couple and Sylvia's trying to fucking go outside that marriage with Kirk immediately? Yeah, like she's like, maybe, Korob, we bring in someone else, you know? Korob's like, uh, Korob's what? Like, yes, I would love another woman. And he's like, she's like, not a woman. <laughs> Uh, Kirk's like, look, you can't keep us down here forever. They're going to start sending more landing parties. Yeah. And Korob's like, I don't think so. Gibble-dee-dee. And he seals the little model of the ship in a block. <laughs> and uh, in space, the ship has a force field around it. Sure. And the voodoo like, we, ship strikes again. They're like, we don't know where it's coming from. It's just there. It just is. <laughs> We can't analyze it. We can't even puncture it. Yeah. Yeah, Chekhov's looking through the little scopey thing, and he's like, I don't know. I don't know. Please don't yell at me. It's my first day. <laughs> then he pees his pants again. He pissed pants. Yeah. Did Walter Koenig really piss pants? He did, though. This one is true, but because he was so afraid of being fired, he knew at that point the wig had more say in That's his character. True. They could have just put the wig on a mop. Ah, <laughs> mop's back. Mop, you're the best. <laughs> but uh, Sylvia's like, leave the doctor with me. And they're like, damn, she gonna fuck? 
But... Yeah, you kind of think, like, I thought this was going to, like, be interesting. Like, I was like, oh, I'd like to see, like, what she's going to say to him and, nah, like, what. We don't see any and of that. None of that, no. They, they send Kirk and Spock back to the high school dungeon set. Which really reminded me of the dungeon set from You Can't Say That, Say That on Television. Oh, yeah. It like, looks shit. exactly the same. <laughs> I forgot they had a dungeon on that show. I hadn't thought about that in forever, but uh, that was immediately there's, what came to mind. There's so many things from that era of Nickelodeon that they got away with that, like... Because it was such a new channel. There was, like, yeah. hardly any enforcement of any rules. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... Kirk and Spock are like trying to figure out, like talk out, like what is the deal with Korob and What's Sylvia? The deal? And Kirk is kind of like, look, we gotta stop them. Like they seem to have some sort of an interest in Earth, and yeah. they're definitely not good people. They're keeping us in a goddamn dungeon. So yeah, and Spock's like, I've noticed that like all this crap is from like your haunted pat, like. Like, you're afraid of stuff. Like, stuff you fear. And and then Kirk's like, yeah, Korob thought, like, we should just come in and, like, be like, oh, whatever, this is normal. Yeah, this is how <laughs> Earth is. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, like, this Spock should have been, like, stuff that you used to fear. Cause, like, right. He's putting it, like, Kirk would walk into a fucking uh, Halloween Express and be like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> a spirit Halloween, he's like, my God! My God, there's spooks everywhere! This is the scariest place on Earth! <laughs> Holy shit, it hopped out at me! Ah! Dude, I'm totally gonna go to Halloween, Ex- Halloween Express or Spirit Halloween and go, my God! <laughs> this is the scariest place I've ever been in! And then run out. Dude, none of you people see these monsters! There's ghosts! Run! <laughs> <laughs> and then never be allowed back in no, there again. That's so fucking funny, though. It would be hilarious. They should put that on their like commercials and shit. Yeah. Our store scared a man to death. <laughs> that would be so great. Holy shit! But uh, Bones walks in, and they're like, "Ah, oh, it's Bones! Yay!" And then like uh, he points a phaser at him, and they're like, "God damn it!" They're like, "Not again!" Ah. Fuck like, me. You two bones. A two boner. <laughs> and uh, so Sulu, Scotty, and Bones take Kirk back to Sylvia. And this is when we get some cool uh, camera angle switches with Sylvia and Korob having like a big argument. And Korob's yeah, like, uh, we must, we have our duty to the old ones. Mm hmm. And Cthulhu. she's like, but I love sensations. I want to have sensations. Yeah, she's like, we don't get to touch stuff where we're from, and I like touching stuff, but also I like metaphorically touching stuff. My favorite thing, now that I've learned about it, is fucking murder. I yeah. love this sensation. Control, murder, yeah. I yeah. love power. And uh, she's like, look, I don't give a shit. I just want to have new sensations, and you're gonna have to fucking deal with it. So yeah, she's like, off. "I'm never leaving. We're never going back." And Korob's like, "But the old ones." <laughs> but uh, Kirk uh, shows up, and she's like, "Leave us alone." And I'm going leaves. to try Cunnilingus next. I've heard about this thing called Dick. <laughs> I want to get it all up in me. But um, she's like. Join with me, and we will destroy Korob and gain power. She's the emperor. She's fucking Emperor Palpatine. And then we'll 
fuck. That's how the emperor said. I'll fuck your dick raw. That's what she says. It's crazy. It's crazy. For like 1967, that's rough. But Kirk is like, yeah, you're hot and sexy. I totally want to touch your boobies. Let's uh, have sexual relations. That's yeah. He's like touching her and like all dramatic, like nineteen sixties yeah. fucking, like uh, fucking what's that fucking thirties movie where it's just over dramatic and ridiculous. All Every thirties movie, yeah. I'm thinking of <laughs> Gone with the Wind. Like oh, everything's yeah. like, oh my goodness. The oh. um, but she just like fucking says all of her plans. She's just like, also we have the transmuter, which is the key to our power. Yeah, which is the wand. And then Kirk's like, uh, they like kiss, and she's like, there's no fire in your kiss. You've been lying to me. You've been using me. And he's like, that's right, bitch. Oh, she turns into a sexy lady, and then a clown, and then back to (laughs) beehive lady. (laughs) She's like, I can be any woman. And then it fades into her being a a sexier version of herself. They don't use a different actress. It's just her with different hair. She looks better. Also, her her she got some side titty going. Yeah, everybody like a side titty. Everybody like that. Yeah, and, and then then she clown. turns into uh, a literal clown, a, a fucking killer clown from outer space, literally, and does a little dance. And then she turns back into normal her. She's and like, perhaps you like it, Milfy. That's every woman, <laughs> all three. <laughs> She's every woman. It's only three. <laughs> it's only three. That's all I can do, baby. It's fucking amazing. Thanks. Um, I love that song. But they, uh, McCoy and Scotty and Sulu come back and they drag Kirk back to his cell. And Kirk's like, now I know the secret to your power. It's the Bob Barker microphone. <laughs> I have to get that prices right microphone. <laughs> uh, but they finally up on the Enterprise figure out an a way a way to affect the force field. Um they've created a small electrical field inside of it, but it's that's the start. They're they're like, you know, they're working their way through it. Yeah. I don't know why we needed to know this, but they show it to us. There's some cool stuff at this point where there's like intercutting and it's pretty it's pretty quick for for this show. I forget if it's this part or if it's the part where they're arguing, um, and or or the part where Kirk is like f- trying to like seduce her. But they like they intercut like they would in like a like a more modern show. Oh yeah, I didn't notice that. And I, I noticed it, and I was like, oh, that's really interesting. Um, it it loses it then though because the story of this is like really uh, pretty not... straight pretty straightforward. <laughs> yeah, I, that's a euphemism. Yes. <laughs> But they, <laughs> um, Kirk and Spock are back in the dungeon, and uh, Korob comes in, and he's like, "I've released the Enterprise, and now I'll release you. I can no longer control Sylvia or her pawns, and she's dangerous and irrational, like a woman is. Am I right, fellas?" <laughs> Carl walks in. He's like, "Yo, that bitch is fucking crazy. <laughs> Yo, that bitch crazy. This guy knows what I'm talking about." And he points at Kirk, and he's like, "Right, buddy." Yeah, hey, like, uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's not get uh, too crazy here. <laughs> but he's like, look, we have to go. Um, 
shit's gone nuts out here, and uh, now Korob joins your party. Yep. And they uh, they go out, and we learn that the big enemy in this episode, the monster of the week, is a cat with the camera really close to it. It's a cat with a camera, <laughs> a film cat, like a, a Super 8 camera, not even like a, it's like literally like 16 millimeter film. Yeah. <laughs> it looks terrible. It's extre- <laughs> The camera is extremely close to it, so yeah. it's... Supposed to look large, and they, they build have a like couple, miniature sets. Yeah, sometimes. they build a couple of cat tunnel miniature sets for the cat, like which are adorable. Which the cat runs through, and it looks not great. No. Also, it's like shot like a cat running through a tube. They don't do like a low angle or anything. Yeah, it's to make just it look a, big. It's just just a shot of a cat having fun. Just yeah. The cat was like, "Oh, I get to run through this tube. Cool." But they um. They escape through the hole in the ceiling, which is apparent, which was apparently in the dungeon cell. I thought they got moved there, but apparently they didn't. The I cell, think you're suppo- yeah. The hole in the roof is like directly above where they were held in their cell. Yeah, there's some like logistics where I was like, wait a minute, what? Wait, wait a sec, wait a tick. Are there only three minute. rooms in this place? Yeah, there's only three sets. There's a hallway too. But uh, the the cat like knocks the wall with the door down and it kills Korob in one hit like every wizard in an RPG. He goes down killed, one fucking hit. Killed by door. <laughs> killed by giant uh plaster styrofoam yeah. door. <laughs> he gets hit by less than two pounds of door and dies immediately. Ah! Yeah. Kurt grabs his magic wand. There's a magic wand in this episode of Star I know! Trek, everybody. I know. <laughs> what the fuck? And they crawl out the ceiling. I laughed at the the ceiling part so much. It's There's, really funny. It's like when Kirk, uh, well, Spock is like uh, a little more alacrity, car- Captain, and he like does this like fucking terrible jump, and then the, it cuts to Spock having him in his hand. <laughs> You're like, whoa, <laughs> okay. Spock, Mister Fantastic, his arm down halfway yeah. through the hole and grabbed him. Apparently. <laughs> He rolled a natural 20. He could do it. But um, they run away from the cat for a while. Uh, yeah, I, down I, hallways. I'm not going to lie to you. I zoned the fuck out during this part. Yeah, I did too. I, I was don't like, really I, remember. I was like, I don't need... This is so dumb. <laughs> but um, eventually Kirk runs back down the hallway in a three shot. Running around the corner, running down the hallway, leaning down and picking up the transmuter, and then he just appears back next to Spock. There's a lot of what it's the just fuck. A lot of a lot of strange choices made in the camera yeah. work during that scene. I mean, I can only imagine it was a mess, right? Like trying to figure out logistically. Why didn't like, Kirk just hold the transmuter while they did the the stuff from the next scenes? Yeah, why wasn't she just, like, there? Yeah, I don't know. Because they, they fight, um, like, mind-controlled Bones and Sulu and shit. And uh-huh. there's a scene where you could absolutely tell the director was like, Sulu, you know martial arts in this scene because you're mm-hmm. Asian. And Sulu was like, yeah, I uh, I know that. Yes, But I he do. for sure didn't. <laughs> I definitely, definitely know karate. <laughs> Uh, he is less convincing of a fighter than Kirk is, and that's saying something. (laughs) (laughs) 
These guys are like Hollywood actors in the 1960s. They probably oh, yeah. they probably smoked like two to three packs of cigarettes a day, right? They got like, winded walking up two steps. Yeah, they weren't doing anything for their bodies. Not in 1966. Uh, <laughs> Sylvia calls kirk over through the power of her fucking super magic and she They're, tries to seduce him even though she knows he's not into her at this she's point. like i'll show him i'll fake it too <laughs> yeah she's like look join with me and we can be the most powerful beings in the universe now give me that fucking wand why does so here's where i'm like okay number one why does she want kirk who cares right I think she just wants the wand at this point. She's just okay, fucking with Kirk. Sure, and that's my number two. Why can't she just take the wand? Because she's a woman. Like, why can't she just blink the wand into her hand? That's a really good fucking question. Uh, like, he's got a good grip on it? I don't know. <laughs> he, like, almost dislocates her arm in this scene. Yeah, he, there's, there's, a, um, there's a lot of physical violence in this scene. I like the part where she kneels down like she's going to suck his dick, and I was like, that's what that means. I was like, well, wait a tick here. This is a, <laughs> this is a television show. Wait What's a she tick. doing? <laughs> but then she stands up, and she's got a gun. She's like, yo. Phaser. She's got a phaser, everybody. I just like to say gun. Yeah, yeah. She's got she's got a gun. She's like, give me that shit, or I'll sh- poke you full of holes. I'll poke you full of holes. Every one of you motherfuckers. <laughs> And Kirk, like, stands with one hand up, like, whoa, whoa, let's, let's not, blam, Bam! destroys the wall. <laughs> That's all they had to do. And everything's back to normal. They're all standing outside on the rock that they beam down on, and they're like, wow, everything's back to normal. Yeah, and Scotty's and Scotty like. Scotty shows up, and he's like, well, not everything. And <laughs> down on the, the ground are this two the... Muppets. <laughs> this is the best part of the whole. On the ground are two of the Manamana Muppets. <laughs> and they're going boop, 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 boop. And they're in slow motion. They're like slow mode. It's and they slow mo die on the it, ground. It's so ridiculous. And Sp- Spock is like, we must study them, take them alive, and learn about them. And uh, Sulu's like, too late. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. And then they return to the Enterprise, and everyone lives happily ever after, except that species, I guess. They weren't from this galaxy, so it's fine. No. our Only our galaxy matters. Yeah, I like how Kirk is like, I don't like when things come into our galaxy. <laughs> Stay off my fucking property. Get off my galaxy lawn. Get off my galactic lawn, bitch. Get off my galactic plane, motherfucker. Ugh, wow. We did anyway, it. Anyway. We did it. <laughs> yeah, this is the first episode Walter Koenig is in. Oh, that's cool. Uh, there's a little bit of a, a, a bloopy, a little bit of a joke that people like to point out that in um, The Wrath of Khan, Chekhov knows who the fuck Khan is and says that he met him. Oh, but he doesn't. But He's, like he yeah. he joined in a, like a whole other season. Yeah, I mean, maybe he was on the ship, right? Sure. Just because you're not on camera doesn't mean you're not around. Yeah, yeah. We're adults. We're not two year olds. We have object permanence. 
Well, apparently Sulu's not the one who says uh, Scotty too says late. It. Sc- uh, Scotty only has one line of dialogue in this episode, apparently, which is everything's vanished. Oh, is that what he's... Oh, does Bones say too late? Yeah, I think Bones says too late. And uh, (laughs) technically, Sulu has one line of dialogue. Oh, my. It's, aha! Oh. Right before he attacks Kirk. (laughs) Oh, my God. Hey, he still got paid. Whatever. (laughs) Aha! Aha! Give me my check! I'm here for my check! Uh, every time I ever saw the name of the actress that played Sylvia show up, it shows up at the beginning of the episode and the end of the episode, and I just saw it just now. It's Antoinette Bauer. Mm-hmm. And I read it as Bowser every time. That's Antoinette your fun fact Bowser. <laughs> wow. She related to, uh, what's, what's the girl Bowser? What's it called? Bowsette. Bowsette. Of course, you love Bowsette. Um, yeah, well, if they would stop making all these fucking pornos about it. <laughs> Did you know that the guy who's in charge of Nintendo is named Doug Bowser? <laughs> is he your uncle? That's the bad guy, you idiots. What are you doing? <laughs> They did a they did a funny little thing where like they introduced the new CEO Doug Bowser and yeah. the, the cartoon character Bowser walked out wearing a tie and holding That's a speech. And then they were like, "No, not you." And he was like, "Oh, I'm a serial kidnapper. <laughs> Maybe a rapist? Who knows?" <laughs> also, I turned into a hot lady. <laughs> People write fan fiction where Peach falls in love with me, even though I try and force myself on her oh all the time. Oh my god. That can't be healthy. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, Doug Bowser. CEO of Nintendo of America. He took Reggie's job when Reggie left. Oh, uh, Reggie left? Yeah, Reggie left a while ago. Where did Reggie go? Uh, to retire to play Animal Crossing on my Nintendo 3DS. Is he Twitcher? Is he Twitch now? Does no. he Twitch stream? Fuck no. He's like he's like sixty. He's not switching. He looks great for sixty. I don't know. He's probably in his fifties. He was a he was a CEO guy at GameStop before he became CEO of Nintendo America. Oh, I've given that guy lots of money for action figures. And I think when GameStop started being like the nerd store, that was after he left. It was just a video game store while he was there. Yeah, this was well. This was back when it could be that. Now it's a little bit. You yeah, can't. you can't. It's really, really do just that. honestly, like there's way more fucking like collectibles in there now than. Well, yeah, you can't really run a business as just selling games anymore. You have to have I mean, like collectibles yeah. and shit. Because I mean, like, if I want a video game, I can go on Steam and get it for like three bucks. I see people in mine. Um, we used to have two here, and I used to go to the one that is closed now, but. I see the one I go to now, like, people are always in there buying consoles. It's crazy. Wow. Well, PS5 is, like, fucking nuts right now. Yeah, I had I had to stand behind a, a woman buying a PS5 with her kid, and it was horrible. Because she was, like, full mom mode, where she's like, Well, doesn't do this, and this. And I was like, oh, my fucking God. It's a computer. <laughs> it's a video game system. It plays video games. Take it home, plug it in. Jesus. And I used to be... I'm such a like old bitter piece of shit, right? Where like I uh, 
when I put it, when I get a new game, I like open it up all excited and I put it in my PS4 since I can't afford a PS5. Who can? And uh, it's like updating, and I'm like yeah. updating fucking what? I just bought you. <laughs> And then I have to sit and wait for a half fucking hour while it does all of its updates, and I'm like, back in my day, you just blew in it and put it into NES, and it played <laughs> Mario. <laughs> yeah, no, that is annoying. Like, I don't like that. Like, I, I get why it does that, but, like, also, I agree with you. Like, I just want to yeah, play Yeah, I game. understand why it's updating. Like, the game has been... A, like, sometimes... I'll buy a game, like, on launch day, and it's updating. updating I'm like, what yeah. the fuck do you have to update? Oh, because they don't finish games. They just, like, patch them. Like, right? Like, they're just That's like, oh, whatever, we'll just patch it. That's very true. They don't finish them. They're just like, we have to send the game out now, because people are going to riot in the streets if we don't do it. That's the fucked up thing, is, like, I talk about uh, that I love the Souls series of games a ton, and the the team that makes Dark Souls has never been given a full development time yeah. to make a game. I don't ever. know if I don't know if anyone gets that now. Honestly, Probably not. But like maybe every Bethesda. one of the Souls games has been rushed out yeah. the gate because they they want it to hit a certain time frame. Maybe Bethesda because they do whatever they want. They take uh, a million years to name. I'm a getting game. I'm getting strong Half Life Three vibes from. Elder oh, it's gonna 6. be that long, you think? I, I'm getting some strong Uh-oh. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Half Life Alex is Half Life 3. Nah, I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do we need to do another commercial? Uh yeah, let's do a quick commercial and uh we'll be back with like we'll actually talk about the episode and give it like a rating and everything. Uh, but right now, here is another message from this month's sponsor, Balefire. 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 Welcome back to Quest to Die, contestant number three. Your question: In season two, episode eight of Star Trek Voyager, what is it that the Bothans protect more than anything else? It's definitely their territory. Incorrect. It's both of these nuts. Contestant number four, what character moves when Mario can't see them? I know, I know, it's Boo. No, it's John John Cena! (laughs) Contestant number five, your question, what is it that all true warriors strive for? Milk! Correct! You're our grand prize winner! Why don't we tell them what they won? Every album needs a money-making, booty-shaking, milf-pleasing hook, and this one doubles as a threat! This totally awesome, totally original track comes out on Halloween because it's totally original and never been done before! For all you witches, bitches, and straight up Richie Riches! Spotify, iTunes, Bandcamp, and every other place where you plague rats steal your music! Welcome back, ladies and gems! <laughs> Whoa, where do, what are we, what are we doing? Nothing. Uh, cool. I just wanted to say that, so I did. I liked, it. <laughs> I liked it. What if I had a whole skit planned out and you didn't know about it? What if I just fucking launched into it? I would have gone with it, because I'm a yes and. I appreciate that very much, but That's as always, I don't have anything. <laughs> I don't got shit to say. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you think about this episode, Josh? 
a part of me like really likes it because it's dumb as shit. Yeah. <laughs> like I like that it's just straight up like it's Halloween. Fuck it. We're doing a Halloween episode, right? Like there's something that's to fun. be said about the honesty of this episode, yeah. right? That it's fully honest that like it's a haunted house episode. The ending with the two Muppets was like the two tiny Muppets also. Like uh it's very outer limits, and I really like that. It's true. It's, it's nonsense. It's just nonsense. Um, the I, ending of every Outer Limits episode is, it was aliens, yeah. so it makes perfect sense. The Outer Limits was just like, wasn't that scary? <laughs> <laughs> and people who were afraid of, like, people who were living in a time where they're afraid of being nuked to death were like, yes, it was very scary. I'm so afraid of these small alien creatures. <laughs> Anyway, gotta get under my desk. <laughs> Let me hide from the Ruskies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like I... Like a six. I'd give this a six. On the Cochrane to Catfish patented quality scale. Quality yeah. warp scale of episodes. Cochrane Warps. is a one. Catfish is a ten. Uh, even though those those two things are diametrically opposed to the scores we're giving them. Philosophically diametrically opposed. <laughs> Like a seven? Yeah. A six. A six. Oh, okay. Seven was what I was going to give it. I can see a seven. I the mean, the thing it, is, I really. Um, this episode is not trying to be anything deeper than it is. It's not like one no. of those TOS episodes where the, the moral of the story is that racism is bad and it's like goofy as fuck. Right, right. Like, this is one of those episodes where the moral of the story is that haunted houses sure are spooky. Huh. Yeah, Halloween is fun, and then the Star Treks went to one. <laughs> I loved it when the Star Treks went to trick-or-treat. Remember when the Captain Captain Picard went to trick-or-treat? <laughs> Captain Picard went to the devil planet with the sexy devil lady? Is that trick-or-treat? Oh, the sexy devil lady. I think our show really crescendoed when we did the Satan's Collection. I don't think we're ever going to recover from <laughs> This that. collection's been pretty great. I'm not going to lie to you. I love a spooky <laughs> collection. I'm a big fan. I, I also, I was, I'm just, like, in love with Halloween and always have been. So the fact that yeah. they go to, like, uh, Halloween Express, like a... <laughs> like a uh, the other one that Josh mentioned that's way Spirit, more popular. Spirit, Spirit Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. The fact that they go to a spirit Halloween planet is the greatest thing to me. <laughs> and it's so fucking goofy. The hole in the floor being like a Nickelodeon splatter shape for no reason. How did it fall? And How it's did like it do perfectly that? F- like, it's perfectly smooth on the inside. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like time-worn, like it's eroded. I love it. They got a shot of the cat looking in the hole, which is pretty good. That was pretty good. I can only imagine what tortures that poor cat went through. In no. This Although the mostly they name? do just film it walking around. <laughs> I like how there was a whole day just for cat. They're like, cat's coming in. Cat. We got to get Walter, the set ready for cat. Walter Koenig's like, do you need me, Captain? <laughs> They're like, no, whoever you are, and he puts nah, the wig on again, and they're like, oh, oh check it off. We don't oh, need you it. today. No, no, no. Poor Go down to the food court and have yourself a smoke. <laughs> have your lunch, Stogie. <laughs> your lucky strikes are on the table, Mr. Koenig. Uh, I don't know, 6.5, 7. 
somewhere in there. Like, I could go six point five. Giving this episode that high of a score because it's funny unintentionally is like probably really wrong and fucked up, but I'm gonna do it anyway. That's so. why I'm going six because it's not. I mean, the story is terrible. Yeah, like, it's, it's not it's a just, good episode. Like really, but no. it is so funny. It's so stupid that it's hard not to like it. Yeah, I'm going to go 6.5 on this one as my gonna final go, score. I'm going to go 6.9. No, I'm saying at 6. <laughs> can't. I'm proud of you for resisting the urge to go 6.9 even though you don't It's hard it. to resist a 6.9, you know? What is a 6.9 sexually? Uh, it's, uh, it's a 69, but there's like a cherry in between you. <laughs> Hmm. You could have gone a lot grosser with that, and I really appreciate you didn't. I realized after I said it. <laughs> if you're opening me up for stuff like that, if you're if you're opening me up wide for stuff like that, <laughs> you're gonna fucking yeah. You better. It's gonna get gross. As soon as I finished saying it, I was like, God, I wish I hadn't said that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I kept it light. Kept I it light appreciate and that very deeply. <laughs> yeah. Very very for, deeply for our entire audience. Yeah, so deep. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, 6.5. This, uh, this episode is over. <laughs> I'm kidding. We still have to get through all the most important stuff of the episode. Like talking about this month's sponsor, Balefire. Fuck yes. Balefire, if you're wondering, is an Oklahoma City-based chiptune heavy metal band with a sound described as what you hear when you look at the cool vans with the dope wizards painted on them. Oh, fuck yes. Soaring guitars like wizard lightning from atop their spires. Heavy riffs like barbarian axes. Epic Game Boy melodies and solos that are summoned from chaos demons. And thundering drums like an orc horde. That's Balefire! I have a fucking super hard boner right now. Oh my god! What is best in life? Balefire! Uh, if you can't tell, this uh, whole band is, uh, it's a band, The f- I think it's fronted by Metroid Mike, who you might remember from the uh-huh. email section of the show. Uh, Metroid Mike has told me that it is, of course, as you could probably easily tell, heavily inspired by the world of Deranos from fantasy fiction. Hey, Deranos! Deranos! <laughs> Deranos! <laughs> you can find Balefire on Bandcamp at balefire.bandcamp.com, on Twitter and Instagram at Summon Balefire, and on Spotify, iTunes, and all other sources of great music by searching Balefire. B-A-L-E-F-I-R-E. Balefire! Balefire, motherfucker! Thank you for sponsoring our show this month. You'll be hearing more about Balefire as uh, the month goes on. So thank you so much uh, for the sponsorship. They're great. Honestly, they are dope. They are dope. Uh, If you'd like to support this show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash mclasspodcast, where for as little as a dollar, you get access to a patron-only Discord full of all the people who write into this show. Mm -hmm. Dopest folks around. You get access to behind-the-scenes blogs, wallpapers of every episode art the show has ever had as they come out, uh, five at a time in five packs, People fucking love them. Get on that. Uh, <laughs> at higher tiers, you get more podcasts from us. You get uh, Jeff and Josh shoot the shit. That's about what the fuck ever. 
M-Class Etc., where we're about to dive into the world's only official Star Trek choose-your-own-adventure book. Yeah, I can't wait to beat me up, Jeffy. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, fucking no. <laughs> we'll have to work on that tagline. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's there's something there. Uh, no, there's not. No, but thank you to all of our patrons for sure. Um, it's that time of the year where our Patreon begins to hemorrhage money because uh, people need to use their money for real life things. Yeah. Uh, so if you'd like to keep hearing M-Class Podcast in all the ways that you do and maybe some more cool ways, head to patreon.com slash M-Class Podcast and support us because uh, the price of living goes up for us a lot too during this time of the year, unfortunately. Yes. I need to pay for my cocaine habit. I'm kidding. It's not a habit. I can quit any time. He can quit whenever he wants. Yeah, come on, guys. I'm I'm not addicted to that. What was that, Josh? I have a cold. Hmm. Hopefully not the Rona. Oh, no. I'm vaccinated, baby. Baby, baby. I got a flu shot the other day. Oh, yeah? I need to do that. I, need to I got sick shot. as fuck. Well, yeah, that's what it fucking does to you. The next day, ass. dude, the next day I was like, kill me. <laughs> no, but seriously, become a patron. It helps out a lot. It keeps the show on the air. If, uh, if we didn't have any patrons, I guess we would do this to each other and not to you guys. So. Oh, we would do it to each other. All night long. Like a sister and a All brother. Night. No. What? That's a that's a yeah 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 song. That's a bad song. It's a good song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're good. Remember them? No. Oh, really? They're good. What's the song what? by the yeah yeah yeahs that I would remember? Maps. Huh? They don't love you like I love you. Hey. So M Class Podcast isn't <laughs> just brought to you by Patreon, although it is. It's also brought to you by all of its great listeners who keep tuning in. And if you're one of those great listeners, which I know you are, you should probably head on over to iTunes and leave us a cool review. That's right. It doesn't... You can do whatever you want. Legally, we can't tell you to do a good review, but you know. Do whatever you want. <laughs> uh, you can do that on Spotify, too, I think we learned. Oh, yeah, you can. So do that. Um, head on over to Class podcast on twitter at mclass podcast shoot us an email mclass email at gmail.com uh get all of your fucking mclass needs taken care of in one stop location my brain yeah. is sizzling in my skull go to mclasspodcast.com oh my god yeah there's a merch link there's a link to every episode we've ever done split up by series so you know uh, what to suggest to us on Patreon and what we've already done. It's all there, baby. Amazing. Amazing. I love it. And uh, thank you everybody for tuning in. Thank you especially to Vitizen for the use of his track Outer Space Race as our theme song. Check out Vitizen. There's a brand new Vitizen album coming out soon that I am unbelievably hyped for. I don't know if it'll be out by the time this comes up or not. Yeah. God, I listened to the song and I was like, this is super good. His new song, Juliet, is my favorite song it's he's really ever good. done. It's so great. I yeah. told him, he sent it to me ages ago and I was like, fucking put it out now. I don't think I got it. Uh, you need to get on that vidism behind the scenes train. <laughs> why dog. didn't you send it to me? Why didn't I send it to you? Yeah, why don't you pirate his music? <laughs> I don't want to pirate my boy vidism. <laughs> 
Don't pirate Vitizen. Don't pirate Balefire. Support no. them. Support great music from Vitizen and Balefire. You can find them anywhere great music is sold. And don't fucking pirate them. Josh was joking. Don't do that. I'm serious. I was serious. Yeah. Don't pirate them. That's oh. me being serious. Okay. He was serious about that. I was like, uh. No. Anyway. Support them. Like, we like them. Do, do the thing. Uh, thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll be back in one week with more M Class goodness. Bale fire! Bye bye. I'm mentally ill.